This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Okay, so what you do is you have you have Taz and Corey Graves on commentary for mm. SmackDown, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then say you have you could also have they'll be calling the match, we'll say we'll do WrestleMania. It'll be Tony Storm versus Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. And Graves Will you know in honor of his mentor? Will say that it's boss time, even though he doesn't really like Sasha Banks, but now he does. Okay, and then Taz will say, "But I thought it was Tony time." And then you're gonna have the <laughs> feud like uh, Daffy Duck and <laughs> Bugs Buddy figure try to figure out what season it is. If it's wabbit season or duck season. That's so great. It's Tony time. Boss time. Tony time. Boss time. And that's, there you go. Like, I guess maybe that'll be frowned upon because they don't like, you know, commentators getting over, but I think it's great. Uh, I agree. Small tweak, though. Just like ha- have Taz do the boss time thing just to mock. Like, in a, in a way of mocking Michael Cole? Well, it's boss time! And then Grace would be like, Ah, it's, I thought it was Tony time! And then, yeah, same, same thing, just r- rolls reverse. I think any... I think either one will work. Uh, how am I coming out to you? Good, right? Yes. Excellent. Well, welcome everybody to the Basement Bookers Podcast. As if you didn't know already, it is I, uh... Basement chair, call me Jerry, the man that time forgot. Also, here, Rich Deriz, the man that constantly forgets. All the time. All the time. <laughs> All the time. Yeah. Uh, how was your week, bro? What a great week. Uh, World of Warcraft, the pre-patch for Shadowlands came out because they delayed the damn game, which is fine. Level Delay cap- a game. Offense. 15 months. Uh, it'll probably be like December or whatever. Uh, it's cool. Like it's it's faster leveling. Like the level cap is 50. I got back on my mage who was left at like 20 or something, and now I'm like level 43, and I have like the fastest flying. It's nice. it's kind of ridiculous. It's it's a I, smooth ride. I remember not getting a mount until what was it? At 50, you could, but at 48. There are like quests for warlocks or whatever. Uh, in the day. If we're talking classic. for classic, I remember classic was at sixty. You get the fastest. Yeah, but I think it was forty mm. that you get the reg, like the regular speed. Yeah, so if, I think for warlocks it was thirty-eight. Yeah, that you start, you can start the quest for um the regular warlock mount. Because isn't there yeah. like an epic version of it or? Well, the, 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 there's a the fast one. Yeah. I, I, I got, well, I got my, my, like, the, 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 the PvP way. Because back in the day, you didn't have to have, um, you didn't have to buy the training and then buy the mount. You just bought the mount and that was it. 
Right. So I had to. I earned it uh, through uh, PvP, which was easier for me than coming up with the money. If you could believe that, I, it was hard to make money back then. <laughs> yeah, times was rough. But uh, yeah, uh, other than that, decent uh, wrestling. You know, aside from the disappointing uh, draft that is that happened, and you know. <sighs> I didn't even get the freaking list. I just have my notes from this past Monday. Um, I didn't see what other later drafts were made after on the post show or Raw Talk or whatever it was. Yeah, I guess that's all right though. It's not really that big of a deal, you know. Like we'll we'll figure it out. It it, yeah. it was pretty much to shift storylines. Yeah, they they moved the Rollins Mysterio storyline, but Rollins Mysterio buddy. Yeah. To Friday and Monday they get the fiend Alexa Bliss whatever. Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because I don't know if you'll have this said to do is that they moved at the bet they're saying that the better storylines to Friday for Fox. But I didn't think that the the Mysterio Rollins Murphy thing was that big of a deal. I think only, like, WWE thinks that this Mysterio storyline is good. Right. Like, Seth is still great. This Messiah gimmick, or what did he try and call himself on, on Friday? Let me see. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I wrote it. Maybe I did. I don't have a whole lot of notes for SmackDown. Either. That's uh, all right, dude. New Day. Brian, yeah, he called himself something else. The Savior of SmackDown was one of them. I think that sounds like a guy that's workshopping, like he's trying to figure out what works. Yeah, well, he he said Savior of SmackDown. He said one other thing also that I that I didn't I didn't write I didn't write either of them down, but I don't remember. It was also alliterative, but with the F of Friday. Okay. But, um, yeah, so, like, because Monday Night Messiah was fan-created, in fact. And they, you know, Seth picked up on it and just ran with it. That, like, the artwork that they use was fan-created. You know, the the Seth in um, stained glass? Yeah. That was fan-created. It looks like something that dude does. What's his name? Uh... Sh- uh, Rob Schamberger. I was gonna say Rochambeau, but yeah, there you go. That guy. Yes, that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> that, see, you, you see that—that's the original pronunciation. Um, but yeah, just some guy created that on Twitter and said, "It's like, oh, that's awesome." And I don't know if he even asked to use. They probably did, I guess. And they made a shirt, and then they made that, and we have the Money Night Messiah. So now that's it's, it's kind of like, all right, well, th- thanks for the idea. We're gonna run with it, but on SmackDown. So, thanks for creating a couple storylines for us. And potentially ruining Aleister Black. Yeah, what... Look, I'm confused because they... So, that's a, is that like a storyline that's going to be ongoing? Uh, Kevin Owens and Aleister Black? It seems so. Because it looks like they were very upset at each other at the top of the ramp. For some reason, I thought that, like, Owens winning yet again on Raw would be, like, the end of it. But I guess that's the end of it on Raw? Yeah. Uh, It's, like, to be continued. Right. On SmackDown. 
So, I think what we're going to see now is more aggression from Owens towards Aleister Black. Because Aleister Black started this storyline because of the Mysterio thing. I uh, Well, the it, Seth Rollins thing. I think it was also partly because... Owens failed to stop Rollins before Rollins got out of control, and what happened to Aleister Black happened. Right. So Black got upset, you know, attacked him and everything, and Owens was, you know, questioning, like, so what's up with that? And the Fiend attacks Owens. Right. And they have a match, but Owens seems the same. So far. Right. Like, that's the thing. On the stage, he seems just happy go lucky Owens. I hope I'm we're sure not getting that this, that same guy. Yeah, I don't know. I I that I I don't know if the, if they're gonna write in that he's changing, but they might. I think this would be an easy way to do it to turn him heel again and end this uh, Alistair Black thing. Maybe. And just to clarify, I'm talking like the Alistair Black that was briefly the not in the closet Alistair Black that's getting ruined. The closet Alistair Black. Never should have happened. I'm just trapped in the closet. I want to get out of here. <laughs> I don't know whose idea that was. That wasn't Alistair Black's, so I could tell you that. <laughs> anyway, so, one, two, three. Three bits of news and then two pieces. Sorry, two two bits of news and then three pieces of fluff. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> Let's start. Lars Sullivan is in the news again. Uh, what now? So apparently, uh, he he was trying he was trying to do some yoga, right? He was trying to do some yoga. I guess yeah. that's good. You should stick so, to DDP. Yeah. So he he signed up, I guess, online mm. for like professional yoga instruction. And from the screenshot, which. I don't know if this was posted by the yoga instructor or her husband. Um, looks like he responded to the yoga instructor's story, where she's you know she's posing in a it's a picture of her sitting from the waist down. She's wearing panties, but she has a tattoo on her upper thigh. So it's not even downward facing dog we're dealing with here, right? Um, so he says to her. Incredibly beautiful. I absolutely love your legs. You know, which is acceptable. His next message to her is, you got any booty pics in those, hon? With a... I think that's a... uh, Hand over the mouth face and a little devil emoji. So she responds. I don't see timestamp. Oh, timestamp. This looks like it happened like almost immediately. She says... Hey, Lars, I'm going to refund you your money. I told you before, I block people who send me messages like this, so you've kind of had a warning. I don't have time to work with clients who don't respect boundaries. I'm a happily married woman. It's also not very smart on your part, given you're quite well known. Her husband then came out. I don't know where this was posted, but it was posted somewhere. That um, At least uh, some of the news sites got a hold of it. The husband resp- uh, responded, Lars was somewhat harmlessly flirtatious, but he also expressed a seemingly, quote, genuine interest in mobility and how yoga could help his lifting. Yesterday was the first time he paid for and set an appointment for a professional session. Four hours before the scheduled session, he sends the above. At that point, it becomes pretty clear he's just a scumbag. 
uh, listen, you can't. <clears throat> I get that that's a thing that most creeps do, mm-hmm. but like, you can't be a creep now. Right. That's over. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> like, <laughs> at least I don't know. Especially if you're like paying for these courses, and these are going to be done like in person. I'm presuming. Oh, or is this like a Zoom thing? Okay. I'm presuming it's over Zoom, but I, but no detail is given on how the lesson was um, going to take place. Yeah, you can't tell me that you thought that was a good idea, sir. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what? First of all, after all the trouble you've had before, and now I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just I just uh, read the rest of the post here. So the husband uh, posted this on Reddit. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Reddit's a reliable uh, source there. It's not like it's not real. It's It happened. Well, the husband provided the screenshot of the conversation. No, I know. It's like, I yeah. believe it. And I think maybe, you know, he should cut the crap. Yeah, weird that he goes by his WWE name. Though. Yeah, it is weird. What's his real name? Do you know? Uh, not offhand. I just know it's not Lars Sullivan. Yeah, I was really hoping that the ghost of Rick James was going to debut on SmackDown and they scrapped this whole uh, Lars Sullivan freak gimmick, but here we up. are. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Got my hopes up. Dylan Miley is his real name. Yeah, I can see why he would uh, use his... But why? Like, you shouldn't. You should just use your name name, but I guess it's like if you're a scumbag, you kind of want to hide your real name. Yeah, it looks like... It looks Allegedly. Like alleged scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it looks like this whole interaction was through... Instagram. Yeah, you, so. listen, there's plenty of Insta creeps, but you can't be an Insta creep now. You're famous ish. Yeah. Or maybe that's Facebook, which, I mean, I can't tell. I'm old. I'm I old, think it's I don't the same thing. Social medias. Doesn't Facebook own Instagram or whatever? Yeah. Whatever. I'm closing that tab. We're done with that conversation. Um, more legal troubles. According to Jeff Whalen of Raja. Joey Ryan has added to the list of lawsuits that he's recently initiated. Uh, this one is against Anthem Sports for $10 million, which seems to be his go-to number. Alleging breach of contract, highlighting wording in his contract that should have allowed him a five-day grace period to, quote, cure, that's in the contract, cure, any situation they would have found him guilty of, then a 30-day period of, quote, good faith efforts by he and the company to try to resolve the matter. This is, of course, relating to him being fired for um, alleged sexual misconduct. Uh, well, I mean, if it's breach of contract, it's breach of contract. It doesn't matter why the contract was breached. Unless they have, like, a, um, what's the word? Like a moral clause or something in there that means they can get out of it if you're, you know, in trouble for stuff. That right, could damage so, the company's reputation or whatever. Right. So, I mean, it would seem, based on all of this, that he's right that they should have allowed him this 35 total of 35 days to sort this shit out. And this, of course, would have been on the assumption that they found him guilty, which, to my knowledge, hasn't happened yet. Yeah, because you're normally you're innocent till proven guilty, but these days is you're guilty until proven innocent. Yeah. I guess I I I just don't know I, I like I, I I don't know if if it's legitimate that he did terrible things but it's like did he like physically assault these people or did he was he just a dirtbag 
Because if as far as I can see, being just a dirtbag is not against the law for regular people. Right. Like, I know he was fined for the Christy Hemi thing. Right. Which I, I remember watching. I was like, whoa, that's that's weird. That that shouldn't be happening. Would you like... You should probably tell people about it in case they don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, for, for anyone that doesn't remember the story, I actually... I, don't, I think I saw it live, or maybe it was on just somewhere else, whatever. Um, so she announced him as someone else, accidentally. He was coming out. I think it was uh, it was him and Bobby Roode as a tag team. Or she announced him as Bobby Roode. Or whatever. I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happened. Robbie Roode. It, it was like a live broadcast. So she, she like she's staying in, in the corner by the turnbuckles, and like you know, so he gets on, stands on the second rope, like right in front of her, and has his crotch in her face. And I don't know, I, words had to have been exchanged on the spot, like you know, like I'm sure he said something like, "Well, uh, why can't you call me by my name? That's not my name. That's not my name." Yeah. So, um, obviously that was taken taken as sexual harassment by Christy Hemi and. TNA Impact Wrestling, and he was fined for it. I don't. I'm pretty sure he was not suspended for it. Uh, but this is a couple years ago. I think fine apology should be enough. I believe you know as long as she's okay with it. <laughs> right. So, ready for the fluff? Get fluff me up. Spray it out on me. Fluff that up. No. Come on. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> so, who's ready for a Miz game show? <sighs> not me. Well, you don't even watch TV. <laughs> Him and Maurice created this idea. Uh, so he revealed on Talk Show this week that he's developing a new game show with WWE Studios called Brawl in the Family. Is it on the network or like NBC? It's, they're not at that point yet. Okay, so it's a concept. Right. He says he and Maurice developed it, and when he pitched it to WWE Studios, they immediately started working out the details. So apparently, like, he had, like, a really good idea, and, uh, because I read part of the interview, and they basically said, alright, these are the people that you need to talk to to make it happen, uh, get on the Zoom with them, and they got on a Zoom meeting, and they're like, alright, so this is what we're tweaking, this is, this, 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 so this is gonna happen. Um, he It sounds like it- Family Feud. Well, he says, and I'm quoting here, As a kid, it has everything I loved in a game show. We took a little bit of everything, combined it into one massive, incredible family game show. Some inspirations he cited are Double Dare, Legends of the Hidden Temple, which I never heard of. I think that's a Nickelodeon thing. Probably, because I didn't have cable. Ellen's Game of Games, ditto. Family Feud, and MTV's The Challenge. I wonder if the Miz is going to kiss people on the mouth like the Family Feud guy used to. <laughs> that was like the 70s post, I think. Yeah, I don't remember his name, but I think he's dead now or something. Very different time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's kissing anyone on the mouth. You have to sign a kiss them on the mouth clause before you get on this show. You might get kissed on the mouth. Look, we don't know. Try it out. You might like it. Who knows? All our talent are tested. Hey, come on. <laughs> Steve Harvey didn't do that when he was hosting Family Feud. He still does Family Feud, I believe. Yeah. You know, it's so obvious that so, some of the ridiculous things that come out of these people's mouths is like either either staged or designed specifically to go to a highlight reel that highlight reel that's never going to actually air on TV. 
Honestly, I don't know. I think some people are just like that. Like, I'd be the kind of person to say, like, if I don't have, like, the right answer, I'll just say a thing. Like, people like that exist. Mm. You know, not everybody's as reserved as you are. <laughs> it's not that I'm reserved. I, I, I just feel like in this day and age of if you go viral, you could potentially become a multimillionaire and ridiculously famous for literally no other reason. That, like, people are trying to take advantage of that. Especially, like, I can't tell you how many times my wife is on Facebook watching freaking Family Feud videos with Steve Harvey. Yeah, but his his reactions are insane. That's what I'm saying. The best part of it is how he'll, like, react. He'll just, like, he'll, like, deadpan to the camera or whatever. Yeah, it's great. And then he'll just say something like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Or something like that. (laughs) I swear he was born with that mustache on his face. He came out of his mom and was like... Hey, and let's be Steve Harvey, you know. Do you think Montel Jordan is mad because Steve Harvey is a better Montel Jordan than Montel Jordan will ever be? I don't know, man. I'd have to ask him uh, next time we meet up for book club. I'll bring it up. Montel Williams. I'm sorry, I think Montel Williams. That was. I think you are thinking of Montel Williams. I think Montel Jordan is like was an R&B guy back in the day. Yeah, I was like not not the R&B guy. And Montel Williams, yeah, he did have a show. I forgot. I forgot about that guy. How He's obscure! Doing now from like the same set though, kind of like they used to do for the Richard Bay show. What's he saying? What's the uh, commercial? I don't know. It's it's like mental health. Oh, the hotline. I think he was like the guy that like until Maury came around and basically pushed about like he was the guy that had like troubled kids on or something like that or I don't know. It's hard to remember. Like I remember sometimes not going to school and catching that crap because there was nothing on. And no cable. <laughs> yeah. When there were only seven channels. It was almost like punishment. It's like, listen, you could have been learning. Instead, you're watching fucking Jenny Jones or Ricky Lake or whatever. I hated Ricky Lake. Yeah. Jenny Jones wasn't awful. It was just very girly. It's very. Anyway. I remember back Jenny to the Jones, old people. Jenny Jones replaced <laughs> the Richard Bay show. I think that was the time slot. Right, right. And Richard Bay... The Richard Bay Show was Jerry Springer before Jerry Springer. Yeah, but not as good as Jerry, though, I think. Uh, yeah, that's true. I guess, like, Jerry got more famous because his fights were crazier. There's that, and also, you know, he's a, he's a former mayor. Yeah, that's right. Now he'll, he'll forever be the mayor of Crazy Town. Yes. I think it was Cincinnati. I believe he was the mayor of Cincinnati. I'm not sure. Like don't quote me on that. I don't know. That sounds right. That that's that sounds right or close. Mm. Um, but like I remember the Richard Bay show, like the last last couple seasons, they they would like keep redoing the the I have a small penis slash I hate my sister Olympics. Yeah, that, which is as, as ridiculous a concept as you can imagine. That sounds about right to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on with the fluff. And I think this might be an appropriate segue. Maybe not. Uh, John Cena got married this past Monday. I cannot pronounce that lady's name. I'm going to try. Okay. It's Cincinnati, by the way. Uh, just there to you confirm. Go. You were correct. Good job. Yeah. So, the woman he married, her name is Shai Shoyatsade. If I said it wrong, I'm sorry, but I tried. It's okay, dude. She's an Iranian-Canadian electrical and electronics engineer. 
that works as a product manager for a tech company in Vancouver. Wow. She must be really fun to talk to or whatever. I'd love to watch her freaking work. Like, you know, doing shit with electronics. And yeah, yeah, me too. That's what I thought you said, yeah. meant. Yeah. Of course. Uh, that's all I got on that, because she's just not famous otherwise. Mm. So. Well, neither are we yet. <laughs> yes. Uh. <laughs> and as for the proof that I quit drinking at the wrong time... WWE and Constellation Brands Beer Division have formally announced a partnership, with their Victoria Beer being named the official sponsor for next year's SummerSlam. Whoa. Gonna need a lot of that to deal with next year's SummerSlam. Hopefully 2021 is better than 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, think it, I don't think it could be worse. You know, shockingly, as bad as this year has been, I did not fall into the pit of alcoholism. So that's pretty cool. Like, I haven't... I don't think... I I don't remember the last time I had a drink. That's good. I stayed quit, as you know. Look, we're all impressed by you being done with drinking forever. Like, no. It's definitely forever. I feel like you're just done. Like any time, any time I think about it, it's like there's no way this guy's ever going to drink again. <laughs> what makes you say that? I'm curious. I think because once you you get off, you know, you just I don't know. I don't know if you should. I I think it's like you seem to be steadfast in your belief that this is the best thing for you. So I don't know why you would want to do it again. Like what could pro- possibly? What occasion could possibly get you to do that? I I don't think you even drank at my wedding. Did not. So, like, there's a toast, and you probably had water. So I, I can't. Apple juice. Okay, apple juice. So I can't even think of any occasion that would require you to even need to. Like, you seem to be able to enjoy yourself without it. I do, and thank thank you for the vote of confidence. But there's there could always be that moment of weakness. Yeah, that's when you pick up your phone and you're like, "Listen, I'm thinking about drinking," and then you, then you know, you, the, a good friend will just tell you not to and give you the reasons why, unless yeah, you like, really, really let, need to. Let's rewind to when we were stupid. Were? There was always now. We know we've done some stupid shit back in our days. I'm still doing stupid shit. Right. So, like, if you're in the moment and something's there. Or, like, there's a possibility to do something stupid. Obviously, we at at certain times, we've said, okay, I'm going to do the stupid thing. I know I'll regret it later, but for now, I'm going to do the stupid thing and think about it later. We've done that. Yes. Some of them have names. T- yes. <laughs> I'm specifically thinking in my case. But, yes. But, you know, I think... <laughs> like, 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 I, like I said around certain groups you know we all have our stories we all have our different paths but the, but these paths all have these similarities in common commonalities so yeah i mean i can't say for certain that i'll never drink again my cho- my ideally i won't ever drink again well that's good man it's good to to be honest uh, and like, yeah, there there are times I'm tempted. Something's sitting there, and it's like, and like, especially like if I'm surrounded by people that 
can drink, or or rather that ju- just drink. It's like, no, they're they're drinking. Why can't I just drink the same thing? They seem to be doing all right. Why? Why? why what's wrong exactly. with me? Exactly. I'm better than them. No, it's not like. Well, <laughs> like, like that. That's what. That's when I take a minute and and say to my and I, I remind myself of the bad shit that comes along with it. But you know, just like drinking is not for everybody, sobriety is not for everybody. Some people don't need to be sober. They can drink and still, you know, pay their bills, keep their job, not lose their family, and you know, be perfectly fine. Yeah, you know, there's functional meth heads, too, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Don't just micro-dose some meth, you know, just go out and uh, hit the construction site, you know? You know, maybe get like, you know, instead of like a full dose of heroin, just take just a dash, just to take the edge off. And they'll go out there and they'll sell a house or something. And you know what? Some people, they don't need to do a whole lot of coke. They take a little quick little bump and then they're, they're off to the races. They'll do all the gardening they need to do. You know, we're all different. We're I, all I feel different. like that's the reason why Amazon hired robots. What's that? <laughs> I said I feel like that's the reason why Amazon hired robots. Yeah, how's that working for them? I don't think those uh pretty pretty well, except for the thousands of injuries at their friggin' um facilities, warehouses. Yeah, that's true. But enough about they Amazon, see- Rich. Yes. <laughs> I, I I was trying to come up with like a segue, but I don't know how to do this. Like if only Stone Cold Steve Austin was here, that'd be a perfect segue. <laughs> what? Like oh, that's what I was thinking about. I just watched SmackDown today, and I was thinking like how much better certain promos would be if Steve Austin was on the other side of it. <laughs> because like Daniel Bryan uh, came back to Thunder, came to Thunderdome for the first time, mm-hmm. and he's doing his deal, and then Seth Rollins comes out, and Daniel Bryan almost as if he is our like. Uh, conduit mm-hmm. tells Seth Rollins that it's dumb. Mm-hmm. Like his whole gimmick is just dumb. Short sighted, self indulgent, self centered, and a little dumb. Yeah. Spirits. Like not even stupid, but just dumb. <laughs> and I feel like it's like, it's so, like, it doesn't even, it's so, like, silly. And inconsequential that it has not earned the ire of of Daniel Bryan calling it stupid. Mm-hmm. That it's just dumb. It's not even good enough to warrant a second syllable. No, it's dumb. And I'm like sitting there, and I'm looking <laughs> at Seth Rollins, and I'm like, I wish Stone Cold Steve Austin was here instead. And he's like, Austin will be out here, like after Rollins says his thing or whatever. He's like, what? And then I'm <laughs> like. You cut co- oh hell son, you come out here, your little shoes, you got no socks on, your pants are too short, what? And then just whip his ass. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that I feel like that's what missing. It's like somebody just pointing out the absurdity of some of these dumbass gimmicks and just whipping ass. Yep. You know what would even be great? If we had if we just had an Austin cam, right? Austin watches what's happening live, and it's the ca- camera's on him. It'll be like in a little window on the side, and we just see his reaction. We don't have to even have to hear; we just see his reaction. Like when Danny Bryan says "little dumb," just have him like belly laughing. 
like you could do that with like with Thunderdome. Yeah. Like how they had they had Brie Bella at Thunderdome. You could have like like legends or whatever. Like it's like they're not even going out of their way. They click on a link and there they are. By the way, so my my TV is older than yours. When when they zoomed in on anyone that was watching via the Thunderdome interface, hmm. did it look like absolute shit? Some of them slightly, some better than others, but I think that has more to do with their equipment. I think they they zoom because so not like uh, WWE. I mean, I meant like the equipment of the person, like their webcam, whatever. I see. I don't think so, and I'll tell you why. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna make this as quick and simple as possible. Thank but God. Pixel pixels are are best when they're smaller, like 4K TV versus a, a, a an HD TV. The pixels are smaller. That's how they get more pixels onto the screen. Duh. So, when the panels that they use, they're not made, like, in the Thunderdome, the panels that they use to show the people that are watching um, aren't made for high resolution. They're, like, so when when they zoom in and you see, like, giant pixels, and everything's very pixelated, you see, like, these giant, well, it looks like giant light bulbs, or so, I guess small light bulbs, giant LEDs. Those, each of those is a pixel. You're not supposed to zoom in that far on them. Like, you can, there are ways to highlight one person on there, like Brie Bella, for example, and not zoom in so she's the only one seen, right? You could have, like, panned out a little bit. Like, the, so that, I could see the person next to her pretty clear, also. Yeah, but, yeah, but like, so when, when they were focusing on Danny Bryan and Seth talking, and Brie was in the background in Thunderdome, she was clear. But when they zoomed in on, I think they zoomed in on Mark Henry, right? I think Mark, there was Mark Henry, there was Gold. I don't think they zoomed, actually zoomed in on Gold. They zoomed in on Flair. Yeah. It Wearing looked like... sunglasses in his house. What are you doing? Right. I guess he's just being Ric Flair. I guess he's just being Ric Flair. It also looked like he doesn't know how to position a camera. <laughs> it's like, don't you have people for that? Like, are you still, like, on, in the dungeon away from your wife? Like, what's happening here? Just, Call Charlotte. Just like get a nerd. Just get yourself a in how an in house nerd for stuff like that. Yeah, you just need one. I know DDP has a team of them. Yeah. Like you don't anyway, need Yeah. So so like they have to just not zoom in so far. Like what they could do, they could just like you know, show Daniel Bryan like standing next to the the Brie on the screen and just like circle her for anyone that can't that doesn't know with her. Brie Bella, guys, not cheese, not the Brie cheese. Okay, right. listen. All right, just don't zoom in so far. <laughs> what, what is this, some kind of PSA? Yes, because they're touting the Thunderdome as an amazing experience, and I have yet to even give a shit about the actual Thunderdome. Well, you never care. participated. Like, it might be amazing for like fans that actually want to participate and have participated. Like, it's like basically being at a show, but from your house. Yeah, and if you get up to pee, you lose your spot because they're going to replace you. Well, guess what? You, I never go to pee at a wrestling show, so I can deal I with that. You're like a camel, though. That's true. I am like a camel in that I have a hump. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> well, ca- camels retain water like crazy, so I imagine they don't pee very often. I know, I know. It depends on what I'm drinking. If I have water, it just goes straight through. But like, if I drink like a like a like a soda or whatever, I'll be all right. Yeah, because that dehydrates you. Exactly. You have to drink the right things. A coffee goes through me though. Coffee. That doesn't. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Hmm. I like my uh, double shot I'm drinking now. Was that it? I, that's all I had to yeah, talk yeah. about with uh, you were just explaining the LEDs or whatever. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, it was only the five bits of news this week. Yeah, well, because we were talking about Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. Yeah. I hope I, that's not the new thing because it looks like they're still not done with the Mysterio Rollins thing. Yeah, I feel like this Murphy is a, and stuff. put a pin in it, we'll save this for later kind of thing. I think eventually Murphy's going to save the Mysterios and, like, they'll, like, trust him and whatever, and then he's going to stick it to them. Like, this has been a whole big plan by Seth Rollins and him and whatever. The greater good or whatever. Which is dumb. It's just dumb. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably where they're going, but I hope not because I, I want to see change in this storyline. Because I feel like if they do that, the storyline is going to continue. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why else did they move the storyline if they're just going to stop it? I think they moved the storyline to add, like, a new cast of characters to it. Like, it's still a... It's basically like if... Like, it's a new season of a TV show. Like, it's the next season of the storyline. So, like, you're going to have different uh, guest stars in there. Like, who knows? Like, you might be able to get, like, Seth Rollins more guys. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Maybe some people could benefit from uh, allying themselves with him. Maybe. That, that, you just reminded me. So, I like how um, uh, Ricochet was a little prophetic. He said, oh, Apollo Crews might get drafted to SmackDown. And literally the next draft segment, Apollo Crews is drafted to SmackDown. Yeah, well, they made it seem that he was prophetic in that, but I think that that's just what the plan was, you know, like right. But maybe let's face it out a little. Get him away from you know this hurt business, and it's like I don't know how well that's gonna work because it's like you're assuming that heels are just gonna like g- g- keep their word. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not that's not how heels work. Like if they want to do whatever they want to you, but I think that's going to be done because uh, uh, maybe next week we'll actually get because they were smart not to involve retribution at all in the draft because it's like if they show up and we could get into how stupid it is that Raw drafted retribution or um, hired them in the first place. Yeah, well, here's the thing. We have to move past that because it's a part of the show. It's a, it's a part of the show. You can't just, yeah. like, because it doesn't make sense to have this destructive entity doesn't mean we're not going to have that destructive entity. Mm-hmm. It's like, why, why, did, why did they tolerate, like, uh, the outsiders at WCW, like, early on? You know, why are we paying these guys? But um, it's like... We have to deal with the fact that they're there, but like what I meant was, is like you should have just let them be free agents, and they'll just show up anyway on Raw. And it's like okay, we're on Raw, but it's like if they showed up on Monday and then beat the shit out of Stephanie McMahon, I think we'd be very disappointed. 
So I think right. they left them off of that. So it's like a to cool it off to like not even to cool it off to get people curious as to the motivations of Mustafa Ali and why this has come to pass. Mm-hmm. And it's like also the show had too much bloat to begin with. Like, sometimes it, there's a little too much, like, like there's a whole bunch of things, but just not enough focus on what wrestling is in the first place. Like, it's supposed to be a mix of, like, the drama and the ring work. Mm-hmm. So, I think the Hurt business is probably going to have to be dealing with uh, this retribution stuff. And you know who knows? Uh, I know I'm, I, I I keep ranting and raving on these guys, but the New Day are on Raw now. Two of the three. I I'll just call I, I'm just gonna call them the New Day, dude. Like we, we know what we made here. All the right, tag fine. team champions who uh, I guess you I don't know if you want to talk about it. Like traded the Raw and the SmackDown belts with the Street I'm, Profits. I'm fine with that. All right, good. Sense. Me too. Good. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have to have an argument about that. Yeah. Because, like, some people are like, this is stupid. It's like, is it, though? Is it? You want to, like, have, you continue like, calling them the SmackDown Tag Team Champions even though they're on Raw? And you continue calling them the Raw Tag Team Champions even though they're on SmackDown? Or have WWE come up with some convoluted reason as to why this has happened, why they're yeah. switching the belts or something? Yeah, it doesn't like a have match. to be complicated. Yeah. The way they did that was fine. It was, like, it was you know, you had an official, shit, uh, you know, scratching his head. He's like, well... Um, you're there, you're there, but you got those belts and you got those belts. Uh, if we just, if you just trade belts, I think this works and we could just move on. And I've heard, and that's it. I've heard people be like, oh, then how come they didn't do that with the Universal or the WWE Championship? I'm like, they're two different belts. They don't have the name of the show in them. Not just that, they don't have the name of the show in it, but the lineage is different on both belts. Right. Like, the Raw SmackDown Tag Team Champions is basically you're the tag team champions of that show. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I this is what I was thinking about, and I was thinking, and you mentioned like when I said the New Day, you said Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. Now, who, 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 who could possibly draw the ire? Of the revealed leader of Retribution. I think there might be some unresolved issues between Mustafa Ali and Kofi Kingston. Ooh. Remember, at mm. one point it looked like it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali. And he got hurt and Kofi took that spot and became WWE champion. Exactly. Yo, you big brained me there. There you go. I just big brained you. Big brain, you like freaking like the most insecure person in the world. Just now, I was like, look at me. But yeah, man, think about that. That's that could. And and here's the thing: is what we always do sometimes. It's like put more thought in it than they will. So who knows? It might be. This might be nothing, but it might be something. Odds are, it's nothing. But it could work. It could absolutely work. It could be legit. The reason why Ali did this. Yep. And I'm 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 good with that. That would make sense. That that goes along with retributions, like their quote unquote demands or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it it falls right in line with what they were saying. 
Oh, we're overlooked, blah, blah, blah. Opportunities taken away, never got them, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's happened to Mustafa Ali. Yeah, and like, I know you don't agree with this because you just think the hacker thing should just be dropped or whatever, but that could be another example of start stop for him. It's like, and then this happened, and then nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, he keep dicking me around. Yeah, that might be a little bit too much inside baseball, but the the injury, like his push before Kofi became champ, absolutely. Yeah, like, like the hacker, th- the hacker thing might be is like, well, you know, they said I was the hacker, and then yeah, they, you're they right. Stopped. That might be too inside baseball. Yeah, they like they stopped recording me hacking. It's like, even... or it could even yeah. I was gonna say, speaking of dumb, that would this will probably this is a dumb thing. It's like I tried to give you the truth, and they and 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 they got in the way, and they stopped me again, or something like that. I was just trying to give the truth, and they they wouldn't let me. Yeah, they they could do that. It's might it's, it might be a little extraneous. Best. But um, here's why I think they won't go that great idea you had. Okay. It's it's sort it's sort of two reasons in one. One, it's too long ago. Two, they got new writers since then. The writing team has changed. The head writers have changed. So the current crop of people in charge of writing the storylines and continuity and everything <laughs> um might not even know about that. Might not be able to put two and two together. I, I mean, I hope they do. I hope that they reveal that as the reason. I hope it's one of those things where it's like these guys actually like, I know what I'm saying is crazy. Like talk to talent and be like, listen, what do you think about this? Hmm. Uh, and then like Ali's like, listen, you know, this is actually, what do you think about me getting in on this? Because at one point, blah, 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 blah. And it'll be like a bark ass writer, like one of us, like, hey, that'd be a great idea. Or who, I don't know anything about these writers. Are these soap opera writers or something? Or just they're like people that actually watched the show before and they're like, what if we do this? You know, yeah, that's also a possibility. I think it's mostly soap opera writers. Man, I wish I, I wish I had an in, you know? Hmm. But like I don't know, I don't know if I can. I certainly can't can't do their goddamn schedule. We 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 would we'd have to be like a unit. Like since you know how to write, mm-hmm. and you could just take what I say <laughs> and make it a thing and add it to your ideas, and then you pitch it. Okay, you're a better pitch man. <laughs> yeah, so it's a it's a team effort type deal. Yeah, we we could appear as a team. We'll we'll split the pay. Uh, what what is it that Drake Maverick said a team is? It's um, the Furry and the Fury. That's the name of the team, but like it's like uh, the Vic Joseph was something say like they broke up the word team to mean something. It's like too. Damn it! I should have paid more attention to NXT. It it was they like they made the word team into like an acronym. I missed that. Part. Yeah. Damn it. That's all right. Whatever. Uh. It only exists forever on the WWE Network. Yes, forever and ever. I actually watch it on the network, and I kind of appreciate it because on the network they added a feature uh, that they had. I think they had it on like the the pay per view specials or whatever. But now on like the NXTs, you could just you could pr- they have a next match button. Mm. You click on it, and it'll move. Like I guess they can't say segment because it's too inside baseball. Because it's sometimes it's not a match that it skips to. 
Like ah. it, it'll it skip to uh, like for example, if I did it for the first one, just I want to see what the hell this is about. It went mm-hmm. to like the Ember Moon freaking uh, spot, like the retrospective on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, so what do you think? Okay, so wait, was Chad Gable traded to Raw? question. Because he me, was on SmackDown. Let me look this up. I, I feel like I think he was moved to Raw because it was on Twitter before Raw even went on air. Hmm. Um, maybe. Let me see. I'm scrolling through. Apparently Dave Mastiff also got married. Congrats to him. Uh, I'm on WB.com now, obviously. Uh, I want to see well, that's cool. Best of Aleister Black in progress and more independent action. Oh yeah, I was gonna mention that it's on the network. It was it was on my list of stuff I was scrolling to to get to um NXT. They used to have like a news section. News. It's all the way at the bottom, but the problem is when you get to the bottom of the page, it just loads more of their freaking videos. WWE news. want to see full recap of all blah blah can't call them trades the draft well, that's cool it's a Randy Savage legacy title uh-huh. yeah there's a whole list I already found on the Wikipedia so let me see so i'm just gonna go through it uh so drew's still on raw roman's on smackdown oscar's still on raw so i'm gonna just do changes so aj styles is on raw now yes naomi's on raw now uh bianca belair's on smackdown now uh wait wait i'm sorry naomi's on raw now yeah she was on smackdown before are which one is married to her, Jay or Jimmy? Jimmy. Jay's still on SmackDown. Are they splitting up the Usos? He wasn't involved in the in the draft at all. Jay was just drafted to SmackDown. Okay. Uh, be, uh, that's a little bit of a sticking point in my head because... Like, well, he's a free agent. He could just show up on SmackDown when he's ready. Right, but then he'll be separate from his wife. They've been keeping couples together. Well, who knows? Might be temporary for Naomi. Because we don't know when he's coming back, and it'll give her something fresh to do. True. And, you know, trades happen literally up until, like, a week before next year's draft. And for some people, no one cares. It's like, it's the big names that they're like, hey, wait a minute. Alright, Ray and Dom, we already talked about. Now, this was interesting. On the draft pool for Monday, Miz and Morrison was on there. After they were already drafted to SmackDown on Friday. Well, originally they weren't on SmackDown's draft pool. We talked about this last week. And then they were drafted on Friday. That's what I mean. But then they're on Monday. They were on Monday's pool. They shouldn't have been. They, was, they, they should have been removed from that. Exactly. That's, that's where I was like, when they had the segment for the Miz TV, I'm like... They're talking so much shit. This looks like a setup for Stephanie to be like, oh, uh, we got one more thing. And it's like, just split them up right there. 
There you go. But then Lars, uh, they're already putting the rift in because Miz bounced on Mo- on on Morrison, and Morrison got wrecked by Lars. Yeah, he did. So I think that's going to factor in. Okay, so okay, let me go back to where I was. Obviously, Seth, we already know he's, the whole thing's on SmackDown. Whatever. Add does Eve still make music? I don't know. Uh, Murphy, obviously. Drew Gulak's on Raw now. Tucker's on Raw now. The Fiend is on Raw now. We talked about that. So, Rip Tucker's career? I think it's the beginning of the end. Unless it's like a shock or surprise to actually give him something interesting to do. Because I remember in NXT before Heavy Machinery, he, like, he had like three or four other tag partners that just it just didn't... You know, they tag them together and we just never see them again. Yeah, I unless they separated them for a good reason, like to give Otis. But it's like I feel like Otis needs someone to play off of. Mm-hmm. Uh, Street profits, Definitely. we know. Um, Braun to Raw, he got his clock cleaned by the Tribal Chief. What a sick guillotine! Yep. Roman Reigns guillotined Braun Strowman, and Braun Strowman tapped out. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Holy shit!" These guys. I, it's always great when you have somebody who's like, you know, their toolkit, and all of a sudden they pull out another one. It's like, check this out, bitch. They are doing this Roman Reigns heel turn so well. And according to Graves, I like what Graves did, where he's like. It, it was there all along. What you people fail to realize, what well, he didn't say, you people. But what people, people. fail, what you people <laughs> fail to realize is that this was in Roman all along. He's just focused. Yep. And mm-hmm. I thought that was good. And that the drama that was involved after, okay, post match, we got to bring you the information, guys. Like, I don't know, maybe you missed it. But post match, uh, Jay Uso comes out. You know, Roman had just beaten Strowman. Uso comes out. Uh, I think Roman went to grab a chair. I think he wanted to make an example out of Strowman or something. Huh. Um, then he started wha- – He, I think he hit Strowman with the chair. I, I got notes on this. I made sure to put the phone down from – even from Roman's entrance. Okay. All right. So, Braun gets up. Roman hits a spear. Roman motions for Jay to come to the ring and has Heyman hand him a chair. Roman tells Jay, this is how we eat, how generations of, of us, them, take care of their family. And Hell in a Cell, this is him, this is you, Jay. If I could do this to Braun, imagine what I could do to you. He hits Jay, hits Braun with the chair a few times with Jay watching. Officials try to calm Roman down, but he shoves him away and wears Braun out more. He calls Jay into the ring, drops the chair, tells Jay he loves him, but that he's embarrassing the family. And the fact that he's trying to take his purse makes no sense, but he still loves him. He kicks the chair towards Jay and turns around to give Jay a shot, but Jay throws the chair down. Roman comes in for a hug, but eats a punch to the jaw and a super kick. Jay says he loves him too, and he hits him with the chair twice before officials break it up. But Roman runs in with a Superman punch, because he was not restrained. Which is what I love that they do. Like, every time the face has the upper hand in an altercation... The the security comes just in time to give the heel an opportunity to get the upper hand. Yep. 
and just like wreck them and uh roman leaves standing tall which is mm-hmm. the way it's supposed to be but it's like it, it he's really good at like he, what he be, he believes what he's doing roman believes what he's doing is the right thing like that jay is in the wrong here like mm-hmm. all he has to do is acknowledge him and then mm-hmm. and you could eat because he's feeding you yeah, but he, that's not he even said he helped him out because, like, not only is Roman bringing money in, but like at the last pay per view with them headlining it, Jay makes more money than he normally would. Also, right, and I'm I think they're gonna and I, they should they should have the main event at Hell yeah. in a Cell, and then he'll get you know he'll get even more uh more food. I wonder if they'll have the Hell in a Cell I Quit match as the closer. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be the main event. Oh, that is that. Duh. duh. I'm sorry. I was thinking of uh, Drew and Horton. Yeah. I, I, they've fought so many times in recent memory, I just don't care anymore. Uh, I, like, I think Orton me, might get the belt event. eventually. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Riddle's on Raw now. Uh, Hardy's on Raw now. Uh, Alexa Bliss, obviously. Elias. Elias like they draft Elias after he makes a surprise return because he hits Jeff Hardy with the guitar right because because he thinks with the car yeah because did he though I thought someone else was driving it Uh, in Elias's mind the jury is still out okay so whatever happened with that my whole thing is Tom Phillips acting like this is a huge acquisition for Raw it's like what you got the fiend earlier on in the day. This isn't big at all. Every draft was a huge acquisition. Tucker, yeah. draw. Oh, Tucker, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna eat all the catering. It's gonna be even know, that happened. That even though that happened off the air on <laughs> anyway. The, the the rest of the locker room is gonna starve. They're, they're they're gonna be malnourished, and that's how he's gonna win the world title. They're really gonna miss that that catering food that every every mark ass wrestler keeps trying to be cool and saying you're gonna be in catering. Mm-hmm. Um, so Elias to Raw, Lacey Evans to Raw, uh, Sheamus to Raw, Nikki Cross obviously, Ziggler Rude went to SmackDown after recently coming to Raw. Very recently, like a minute ago. Yep. Uh, Cruz, we talked about. SmackDown, um, Dabakato officially to Raw since apparently Raw Underground's canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, got bored. Yeah, that should have been in the news, but it doesn't matter. We're going to talk about it anyway. Uh, I mean, it, it could be canceled until they decide to bring it back. Or maybe it's just I, I think it's can- because it's the Thunderdome, like where they are. Like they could don't be. have the space because they did that at the Performance Center. But then why not just keep doing it at the Performance Center? These are all questions. I mean, the, the, part of why they canceled it was because of, you know, COVID, and they don't want to spread it to... All right, so just have everyone, anyone that's going to be on it exclusively there. Makes sense. Use it, use it to get some more eyes on some NXT guys that haven't been on NXT TV, like Davikato, which is exactly what you freaking did. No, he's... and And the giant bouncer dude. Yeah. Jordan, whatever his name is. You know what's hilarious to me? That they used actual TV time to draft Titus O'Neil to Raw. That's <laughs> something you could have done online. That shit pisses me off. Like, he's never left Raw, by the way. 
at any draft, it's always been raw for him. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we'll continue down. So, Aleister Black to SmackDown. Natalia and Lana split up. So, now Natalia is on SmackDown. And Lana is the new number one contender uh, for Asuka's Raw Championship after not being eliminated uh, from the Battle Royal. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but if if Natty's the boat, does that make Lana the dinghy? Yes. Good. And Riot Squad to SmackDown. Uh, Arturo Ruas is on Raw now. Ruas. Ruas. They list him as being on NXT first and then to Raw as opposed to being in Raw Underground, but I guess that doesn't count because Dabakato, they had him, it just said free agent. They, they they just make their own rules. It's like, we're not taking anyone from NXT, even though almost all of Raw on the ground was NXT guys, except Riddick Moss, because he was on Raw for a little while, because he's a yes. former 24-7 champion, and then we have literally haven't seen him on Raw since. And, uh, alright, so, sure. Okay, so apparently, I guess I was incorrect about Shorty G. I could have sworn he was. But it says here, because they have free agents... On this list of the Wikipedia, so Retaliation, uh, who was supposed to be a part of Retribution, but they were quiet. She was quietly removed. Um, Is that Mercedes and, Martinez? Yeah, or? it, it okay. just says Retaliation, but that's her. Uh, her subsequent status apparently is NXT, mm-hmm. and they say for Shorty G, he was undrafted during the draft pool on night one. That he's on SmackDown, but I could have sworn they drafted him to Raw on Twitter or something. But I it's have that yeah, it's all right. It's like who cares? We saw him on SmackDown on Friday, so I think that's where he is. Mm-hmm. Um. So Lucha House Party, Grandma Talik and Lindsay Dorado were undrafted during the draft pool on night one, and it says subsequent status is raw. So I wonder if they're moving them too. Mm. Yes, sir. Uh, Billy Kay is gonna is SmackDown. Yep. Um, it says Eric is raw. Mm. Tamina SmackDown. Uh, Zelina Vega's on SmackDown. Uh, Andrade still on Raw. Big Show, Raw, for some reason, they're mentioning Big Show. Uh, it says Bo Dallas. I guess so. It's it say Big Bo Dallas is on SmackDown for some reason. Like, it's just, mentioning, it's just mentioning every wrestler now because now it even says right under Bo Dallas, the Forgotten Sons because they weren't included in either draft pools. <laughs> it's Ivar wasn't in either draft pool, says he's on Raw. The Forgotten Sons are forgotten due to Jackson Riker having a big mouth. Listen, my heart is still broken. Uh, and it even has Jimmy, o- Jimmy Uso on SmackDown, according to this, because he wasn't included in the pool. Mm-hmm. Jinder Mahal Raw. For some reason, it says Kane's on SmackDown, along with Maurice. And that sure. is Mickey James on Raw, and Mojo Raleigh SmackDown. And that is all I've got to say. So Mojo's out of the 24-7 title picture. I guess so. Because, you know, it's it looks like the 24-7 championship is brand specific to SmackDown. I mean, to Raw. Yeah. Because truth is there. But I don't know. What if uh, a SmackDown person wins it at, say, Hell in a Cell or whatever whatever next pay- whatever pay-per-view is after? 
Or, you know, on the golf course or driving range or something. Yeah, it's like it, there's no rules outside of the wrestling business, I, I guess. Um, overall, like, I, 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 I wasn't all that impressed with the draft this year. Like, I can't think of anything that was really a major move. Like, I, 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 I like that Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns are both heels and on the same show. I like to see that dynamic work itself out somehow later on. See how they interact. You, you know they're going to, at least once, they're going to be on screen at the same time. They have to. Yeah. They're going to do it just for us. And by us, I don't mean the basement bookers. So that would be nice. But they're going to do it for the IWC to get us talking. Yeah. They, something's going to definitely uh, uh, go down uh, with those guys. But, like, I... I like I, I, it's early because SmackDown they still had it was like their season premiere was the farewell for uh, New Day. We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about that. Uh, they nice. got nice farewell. Yeah, they got pretty emotional, and it's like honestly, like it's a split as in physically. I think they're still they're still together. Yeah, you know, spiritually they they do the freaking. St- the the thing that always happens where one guy turns on the other guys, they right. didn't shield the new day, and I appreciated that. Like they they're still friends. Like that's yeah. not going to change. I think I'm I'm considering Biggie still part of the new day. It's just yeah, on different shows, and that's it. Let's I don't think it's it a breakup. That. Don't it touch just it. split. Right, leave it alone. Maybe they can get back together later. Yeah, and when they realize how much merch. They can sell. Yep. I think they're like, you know what? Actually, this isn't bad either because it's like, listen, we're not selling less merch of New Day. We're selling more because not only are you going to have the New Day merch, Xavier and Kofi, you have Big E. Hopefully, they get him his own merch. Yep. And there you go. Like That's more because it's like, well, I love the New Day, but like now the merch only has Xavier Woods, but I want... Big E stuff. Okay, so I guess I gotta buy the Big E things, and it's more stuff. I wonder if they thought of it that way. You know what they should do? They should, maybe on a limited edition basis, because I imagine they're pretty expensive to make, and they could be pretty expensive to, to sell also. You know, like um, the the robes they wear to the ring, and how, like, uh, for at least for the big pay-per-views, they'll be, like, custom. It'll be, like, a one-off. Right. Like those. Sell those, as, you know, as merch. Like, $150 a pop. Hey, really? if, I, I think they were doing robes for a while. Like flare, uh, they did, had a flare robe, they had a savage robe. Or if you could do, if they listen, if they can make money off of it, WWE's gonna do it. I wonder if my Funko Pops are gonna be like collectors' items because they had like a Toys R Us exclusive. It's all three of the New Day and mm-hmm. one purchase, and I have that. Nice. It's very interesting. Anyway, uh, yeah, but that was good. How and they went out with a win. Uh, I I think Kofi got the cover on Sheamus after they did the tag team move. So I was pretty uh, good. Let me see. I thought it was Cesaro, but let me. See. I think it was Sheamus because I recognized that white boy on his back anywhere. He's the <laughs> palest motherfucker in the ring. I think Cesaro was just out. No, you're right. It was Sheamus. By the way, mm. the tag team name Barkamora. You're welcome. For the three of them, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll work. 
Why why would that work and not Shinzaro? Because it's the bar in Nakamura and it sounds funny. Okay. I don't know. Shinzaro sounds like a medical condition. Man, I uh, <laughs> get this Shinzaro checked out. You know? Is that is that Shinzaro flaring up again? That's that's the Shin, Shinzaro, I believe, is the condition uh, that Hank Hill's father had in King of the Hill because he lost his shins uh, in, the, in the Nam. Off. They were blown off. They were blown off in the Nam. I yeah. think that's what a Shinzaro is. <laughs> I, I, you know, I could say that's like my thing. So I was, I was watching a stream yesterday. This is, this is off topic. Of course and, it is. <laughs> and he's, ta- he's actually, it's not far off topic. But like he's he's talking about how who's he you know Cipher PK okay because like you know plug him but you know. it doesn't matter you can't just say he and it's like what's he talking about true so he was talking about like the struggles of being a content creator and he was saying how like you know the first few years like he like he'd be happy to get like a hundred a hundred viewers and he's like but that's not saying that like a hundred viewers isn't a lot like if if you've been doing it for a while, you know, you get a hundred viewers. If if you only have five or six viewers and you got a hundred, you'd be like ecstatic or whatever. And anyway, he he's talking about how, like the grind and everything, and he's and how some people can be a pro a pro gamer. Like or he said like most people under thirty, if they devote the time, they could be a pro gamer. And he's like for other sports, that's kind of not really the case because you have to have some kind of underlying talent or something about you like you can't expect he said uh something like if you're five five or under you can't expect to be a basketball player and i'm like that's not uh, that's taller than me and that sucks <laughs> it's like and I'm, I'm thinking about like our listenership and i'm like yeah i know i i know the grind we know the grind it's a grind man there's levels to this ish there is. Anyway, so the 5-5 five, five thing and the whole shit, me having no shins. Maybe you have Shinzaro. Maybe I have Shinzaro. You know what? Maybe Shinzaro is the medical term for undersized shins. Could be. Maybe. Who's to say? I mean, I think, I think if I didn't have such huge calves, I might be able to say that. Yeah, well. well. Hank Hill's dad, you could tell his lower legs are shorter than they should be. He looks like a potato. He does look like a potato. Um. Okay. So. Uh. I. I don't. I don't think I for. Like. I'm thinking about the whole like uh, the women's like battle royal thing, mm-hmm. and it's like they care so much about Lana. She gets this huge win, and immediately becomes a a brawl between Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. Hmm. It's like, yep. This is what it is. Grats on being put through a table and winning this battle royal somehow. Four times. It's going to continue. At this point, if Asuka puts her through a table, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it's just going to keep being Nia Jax. But, you know, I'm okay with Asuka doing it. Yeah. It, it, you know what? It doesn't matter. Let freaking uh, Samoa Joe put her through a table. But, <laughs> look, Nia Jax isn't here. I guess I'll just do this. You know, let me just throw myself in there. Who who knows? It could even be Tom Phillips. I'm gonna put Lana through a table, guys. Just hang on sure. a second. You know, just and the big shocker uh, will be uh, 
the the biggest baby face at, at the announce table uh, there, Byron, is going to put Lana through a table. Now, That'll Samo- be the big shocker. You mentioned Samoa Joe. I did mention Samoa Joe. And that reminded me of a tweet that he posted this week that I wanted to... Yesterday, in fact. Um, that you probably didn't see. I definitely didn't. So he says, choose a path, leave regrets at the fork, and keep walking the trail you are make until you make you are making. Blah, blah, blah. Leave regrets at the fork, and keep walking the trail till you are making your own. It's pretty good. Is he talking good. about like just not being a wrestler and sticking to announcing? That's what I'm thinking, and I hope not, because yo, we forgot about Joe when we were talking about like the best announcers. I think he's very good. Um, I think he's, ta- he's good, but current, current he's certainly top four. Yeah, but like, think about the pool. Like, I, I know, you know what I'm saying? The pool like, is shit right now. It's a shallow pool. <laughs> like, you have Michael Cole and his two sons. Three, <laughs> if you count Vic Joseph. I do count Vic Joseph. Who's the Who's the other one? Uh, Tom Phillips, Corey Graves, Tom Phillips, and Graves. Vic Joseph. I. Graves may have like kind of his own thing, but he's Cole trained mm. for sure. Like because I his, think they all are. Th- yeah, he's the guy that takes care of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, like he did, he probably told Morrow how it's kind of done there, but Morrow just did his own thing anyway. Mm-hmm. But it's like it, I, I, basically the Cole clones. You know, like Graves, he is like, he's the black sheep in the family. We'll we'll put it that way. So you got the coal clones or the coal miners, um, (laughs) you know, and so, yeah, for, I guess, out of like the WWE guy, Samoa Joe is like top tier, S tier, if anything. Yeah. But I think Taz, I don't know, there's just something about Taz with, like, the way wrestling is today. Like, what he fits, like, the way he can, like, talk about, like, like he does AEW Dark mm-hmm. with uh, Excalibur mostly. Yeah. And there, like, he's just funny. Like, he'll take a guy that, like, normally no one's going to care about I don't know. Like it's kind. Of, he's listening to him commentate is like a friend. Mm-hmm. It's like if we were to sit here hanging out and like one of us would probably say a thing that he's saying, like come up with a story for something, like mm-hmm. the way he kind of does, and like he just sounds like an everyday guy, like just describing things. Well, I think that's probably because he like sounds like us. You see, as, as a Brooklynite, I'm happy to have someone <laughs> on commentary that sounds like. Me. Yeah, I'm all about that. Like, look, you could sound like us, but I really don't care to have people that look like me wrestling. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, definitely announcing definitely needs work. But a lot of guys are like just really good. Like, I don't hate Shivani, but he's no, he's no Taz. You know, he's not. Jr. is Jr. Like I can't really say anything about him. Like he he's that guy. It's just like he's done a lot of living. You know. We we all get to a point, even at something that we were once the best at, where you know you slow I, down. I I think the the law of diminishing returns comes into play, 
And it's like, you still got something, but parts of it have fallen off. Yeah. Some people don't have anything. So right. there you go. All right. Moving along. Let's, let's, let's. Skiavone. Let's talk about AEW and NXT to top off uh, this week's podcast. Anything uh, that... One, uh, one thing, before we leave SmackDown. Sure. The vignette that they had for Bianca Belair. Right. I like, the, I like this one better than the rest of what they were doing. Yeah. all I like this better because all that other stuff is like, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. Like, she is... If she's those things... That what they showed us on Friday was better than the acting that we got on the Mondays. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like highlight her strengths. Don't show us her negatives if there are any. I like. I think she's very she's very good. Even her acting. If you're not a fan, that's fine. She can work on it. It sort of reminded me of like the Mister Perfect stuff. Yeah, I think maybe that's what they were trying to do. Yeah, but it d- didn't work. It wasn't like that. It wasn't as cool. Can't recreate the magic. No, you can't. Do what you did on Friday. Stop trying to reinvent the bottle or whatever. The wheel. Plex. You can't reinvent the wheel. Oh. Uh, so what do you want to talk about between NXT and AEW? Rather than me just going through second by I'm second. I'm having a hard time believing... That Orange Cassidy could wrestle Cody Rhodes to a time limit draw. I just, Why? it's just not like it's just unbelievable. Like if if because Orange Cassidy has his gimmick, like the TNT title is is being treated as this really huge deal. Like you can't just like what there's a spot where Cody's in the corner, and I'm not an Orange Cassidy hater by any reason, but he just defended the championship against this monster Brody Lee in this hellacious dog collar match, which was just brutal. There was juice everywhere, and you're probably saying. Cody wrestled. There's always juice everywhere. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm with you. But he does this thing uh, Cassidy does where he like he like half-assedly shoves him mm-hmm. in the corner or whatever, turns his back on him and walks away. Oh, it's that like was way early in the match, yeah. But it's yeah, exactly. It's way earlier in the match. It's like maybe that's the story, but it's like you should be taking this seriously. You could become the TNT champion. You have two wins against Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. You're walking in with that momentum, and you want to fuck around with this guy? Um, I think that's not him fucking around. I think that's him being, you know, just portraying the gimmick. It's a, it's, it's a, it's tough, especially with this kind of gimmick. It's a very, it's a fine line. But that was, like, you know how there'll be a clean break? Like, a face will do a clean break and just put his hands up and walk off. But he'll do, or, or like, maybe he'll, like, tap his opponent's chest to say, look, I'm walking off. And the heel will do the same thing. And rather than tap his opponent's chest, he'll really, like, smack his opponent's chest and walk off. And it's still a clean break, 
There wasn't a closed fist or anything like that, no major strikes, but a message was sent. That was his version of a slap to the chest. Okay. Maybe the time of it, they decided to do that because the Dork Order showed up. Because the Dork Order briefly showed up. Cassidy had an opportunity. He had the TIT Championship to like use it illegally, but he didn't. Right. And went through the match. And it came down to he had him in like a schoolboy type move. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a mouse trap. I think that was what it was called. Maybe. I, and, I just put it as a roll up. And that's when it, it was like one, two, and then the bell rang. Yeah, but like I remember because they were counting down like, you know, two, two minutes remain or whatever. And I was like, they're going to go to a draw. 100%. And like there was a point where Orange could have capitalized, but he was, like, really slow. Like, he, he was pandering to the non-crowd a little bit. And I'm like, he's delaying for time. Just a couple seconds. That was obvious. Yeah. So in two weeks, we'll get the rematch. Um, I wonder if they'll do a triple threat. I read an interview recently that uh, Brody Lee said that um, he was never originally written in to win the TNT title. Then they shouldn't have let him win it then. Well, I mean, like, that day he was. And, like, up to about two weeks before then, he was. Like, they... I guess they had changed the storyline, probably just to give Cody some time off so you could do that other stupid show. Yeah, but you could still do that, and it's like... It's almost like they don't want to, like, take away the fact that Cody defends it every week. It's like he just doesn't have it, so he can't defend it every week. Because it's like if he just stopped coming and he's the champion, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, what are we doing? Oh, they he probably had to quarantine before doing the other show. Maybe that's it. That's possible. I don't know. Anyway, I just... I don't like it when you... Tran- I don't like transitional champions out of people. Especially I if agree. you're trying to get them over. Because mm-hmm. right now, Brody Lee, I don't care. Like, it's not his fault. I just... It doesn't matter to me. Brody Lee is a good 120, 130 pounds heavier than Cody. Minimum. A dog collar match. Should favor him. 100%. Especially his hardcore background. From from the indies. This brings me to what you said. You brought this. We I brought this up to you, and you said this is something we should talk about today. Whereas, if if the Cody match between him and Brody Lee was in a in a fantasy world where COVID didn't happen, mm-hmm. and it was actual crowd, would he get a Roman Reigns reaction? Like Roman Reigns Royal Rumble type reaction. Oh, and I equated it to Jeff Jarrett when he was perpetually either the uh, TNA champion or fighting for the TNT, TNA championship, right? Yeah, it's like their excuse is this isn't the, the world championship. Well, I, I just don't think we're there just yet. I don't think he's... Uh, Triple H light? 
Right. I don't. I don't think he's been there long enough to really make it to have that impression on people yet. Like he's still the face because it's his company. Like he's a face running the company. Jarrett was always a heel running the company, and he ran it the heel way. I don't know. It's. I I I don't think Cody's there yet. Fair enough. I I think he's still a very likable character and person compared to face Roman when Roman was shoved down our throats. Mm. I think the situation is different enough that if not for COVID, he'd still get a face pop. He changed his hair back. You see that? He did. It's like why? Why? It's like, to get to, us talking? To me, it's like, what difference does it make? It's uh, like, ma- why maybe you, you like it better. You know, maybe the show is like, listen, you look kind of like a douche. Maybe you want to... I thought footage from the show showed him blonde. Oh, I didn't I didn't see any of it. I don't know anything I, about I mean, it. Let me... What, what was the name of the show? Is, is it the, the big... I don't know anything. <laughs> I know he left to do a show that wasn't about wrestling at all. The Go Big Show. That has nothing to do with the Big Show show. Right. Images. Yeah, he's blonde on the show. Then why the hell did he do it? No idea. He's blonde in the commercials. Oh, you know what? I wonder if it was to work with uh, Stephen Amell on that Heels show. Because th- he's doing a show about wrestling. I think he asked Cody to do stuff on there. I so read maybe, about that, and that's very likely. Yeah, I just but remembered. I, I still don't know why the hair matters. M- maybe the character in the show doesn't have platinum hair. Okay, so, so he's <laughs> not going to be playing like himself on the show. Yeah, no, it's obviously, it's a TV show about wrestling. It's not like it's a wrestling show. Or the big show show. show. Or, or the big show 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 show. Uh, Britt Baker's coming back next week, I think. Yes. That's good. Even though she was already back. Why are they waxing Giovanni's chest here? Did they like the scene in 40-year-old version or something? Like They must have. <laughs> like, he, he was corpsing the whole time. You have um, to be. Yeah. And she's like, oh my god, are you naked? Me, you know, obviously it's his chest. We don't know. I mean, certainly don't want to know. I don't think AEW is like a huge deal as it's being made out to be. I think it's alright. I don't know. I don't think it's breaking any type of like ground. Things for... So there are, there are two ways to look at it. The AEW superfans find it to be very different from WWE. And some people are picking up on things that other people might not be. What they're picking up on is the fact that any promo that's cut that we see on, on AEW TV is written by the person talking. That's they're a like, good thing. They're they're given they say this is this is your time. That's how this is how much time you have to fill. Go do it. So far, Miro's not doing a great job with that. Well, he only had... I know, but... The one opportunity, and then the second time, I think he was, like... 
He got well, very I'm, upset that his toy got broke. Yeah, this by week, best friends. I, I feel like that was. I don't consider that a promo. I feel like that was just yelling into a camera. I know, but like usually when you fire your first shot, you want to go hard. Like you, that's your first shot to be like, I was being held back. This is who I am. This is what I'm going to say. And it's so far, it's like, I don't know, maybe because they stuck him with this Sabian guy or something. It, it's just another weird wedding-ish gimmick thing, kind of, in a way. I think also, I think, uh, also Sabian needs a heavy, especially with uh, Jimmy Havoc out. Yeah, he is heavy. Mm. As are Penelope's assets. Sorry. I, I have in front of me, before we continue along, the uh, I have the entire list of the PWI 100 female wrestlers okay. from 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just do like the top 20, and if you have a question on where someone is that isn't announced on here... I can one, just tell you. Or another option would be to just run run down the list, and but only mention the names we know. It's like it's a hundred on here. All right, so rounding out the top spot is the current reigning, defending SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey for over one year. I think over, it's well deserved. Over a year, and then at two, who hasn't wrestled since? Announcing that she's got a baby in there. Becky Lynch. Followed by Asuka. Charlotte Flair. Sasha Banks. Hikaru Shida. Tessa Blanchard. Uh, stop. I'm going to stop? Okay. In... With all due respect. In no planet. In no universe. Should Akaro Shida be above Tessa Blanchard? Um, I wouldn't put Akaro Shida in the top 10. I don't think I'd put her in the top 20. She's okay. I still don't believe any of the toughness she's trying to exude. This week, her match, at the end of the match, or maybe it was in the middle of the match, you know, she's screaming at the camera, yeah! Ah, she's waiting to get shoved from behind. I think she fought swole. Yeah, it was big swall. And she shows it from behind and, and hits her head on the camera. Not her fault. Maybe swall was a little slow. But her sometimes I'm when you're swall, you get slow. Yeah, her her tough isn't believable. I don't see it out of her. Um, I I wouldn't I wouldn't see her. Looking good in a match against Asuka. She, I don't think she's as tough as Sasha Banks. Um, she had a great match against Thunder Rosa. I think she. We just haven't seen her. I think we have to see her with good opponents. I think that's the issue. That could be it. Maybe. Oh, uh, I know. Because right now the AEW women's roster, like I don't get it. Oh, like, that's another thing. Thunder Rosa should be above her. She definitely should. She's actually at 14. We'll be getting to her eventually, but she's at 14. Like, I don't know what they base this on. It's, you know, it's, it's Meltzer. It's whatever he likes. I guess, but 
I thought he was an AEW mark. Uh, yeah. Which is which I think is why he has Karoshita so high, but like I'm I'm not buying I'm not buying into Karoshita yet. I think I'm you should not. get points because I think it's extra points because you're a champion. I guess. And she has been for a little while. Fair. But like so so to your point, Karoshita has to be in there with a good opponent. Hmm. Uh, that's the thing. If she's that good, she shouldn't need a good. She should be the good opponent for right. someone like Swole, for someone like Britt Baker, that might not be as great. She's their champion. She should be bringing everyone on the roster up to her level. But to her credit, you can do but so much for some people. It's true. Um, I think, I, and to me. It, I think it just highlights how unfortunately weak AEW's women's divisions. They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of big names. Statlander's out hurt. She was a relatively big indie name. Um, they, they like the in-ring ability of their women's division is lacking, and. The fact that Akaroshida is their champion and supposed to elevate them, eh. I wouldn't mind if um, AEW and NWA worked out a deal where Thunder Rosa could just wrestle for, like, quote unquote, full time for AEW while NWA is on hiatus. Hmm. Thunder Rosa would teach. All of them, so much. Well, they have what's that lady's name? Um, oh, uh, Serena, Serena Deeb. Deeb. They have Serena Deeb. We saw her twice so far. Um, honestly, I, I think she had to put I think Big Swole over last week. Yeah, I think Serena Deeb is probably um the most talented one on their permanent roster, second by. Um, probably Evilise. All right. Uh, let me get down here. There's a lot to go. Sorry, that that, that just bothered me a it, lot. It's about to get worse for you, I think. So that's after... why I wanted, that's why I was kind of hoping you'd start at a hundred. I okay, I could guess I could, guess I could just go back. Then I didn't realize because I thought are less glaring. Sometimes that way. All right, so at a hundred. I don't know this person. I don't know who Baxter Impaler is. Uh, just hit the names we know. Okay. Uh, do you know Holly Dead? Nope. Oh, Holly Dead, yes. She used to tag with Thunder Rosa. All right, she's at 98. I haven't actually seen her work. Manny would know a lot more about it. Yeah, uh, followed by... Uh, I'm just going to go with the people I know. Uh, so, Marty Bell at 96. Uh, Vita Scott at 95. Willow Nightingale, 94. Uh, I don't know who Jody Threat is. Uh, Candy Lee, Jessica Troy, Nina Samuels, Killer Kelly, not to be confused with the other one, Priscilla Kelly. Right. Uh, Lady Shaddai, Danny Luna, Trisha Dora, Giselle Shaw, Liv Morgan at 84, mm-hmm. Indy Hartwell at 83. Uh, this is an interesting name, I like it. Session Moth Martina. She see her Twitter. Okay. Instagram, I think. I don't know if I have her Instagram. 
All right, PSA. Uh, Davine, D-A-V-I-E-N-N-E, I don't know. Uh, Casey Spinelli, I'm just going to keep going. Siri, Zoe Lucas, Nicole Matthews, uh, Lady Maravilla. Sounds like she might be uh, Spanish. It's like Lady Maravilla. Delby Exo, Madison Miles, sounds like a guy. No disrespect, but it looks like a boy's name. Uh, Madison Rain, you said that. Too. D- d- I don't want to die. Uh, Marcella, Solo Darling. Hian, I don't know who that is. Solo Darling sounds like another type of... Anyway. Uh, Layla <laughs> Hirsch. And this is not nice, but Nia Jax at number 69. The disrespect mm. of <laughs> the number. <laughs> just... just- uh, I gotta keep going. Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> damn it! It's Dave. almost like he did that to fuck with everybody. Oh, 100 uh, percent. Forever in history, we're gonna think 2020 had Nia Jax and 69 together. Not nice. Uh, Tasha Steeles, Ashley Vox, uh, Utami. Now I could disrespect you. Uh, Jenny, uh, 63, Naomi. 62, Shaza McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Charlie Evans at 61. Uh, Kiera Hogan at mm-hmm. 60. Billy Kay at 59. Uh, Ali Cat. I'd put Billy... I'd put um, Kiera Hogan above Billy Kay. Okay, okay. But, no, like, not far off either, so that but so that's alright. Uh, Ali Cat at 58. Peyton Royce at 57. Now, I would rank her higher than the next person, which is Sonya Deville at 56. But I guess Sonya's been doing more work than Peyton Royce has that this year. And, uh, Sonya's crisper because she's legit. Yeah. Alexia Nicole. Uh, do you know who that is? Nope. Uh, I can't pronounce this. G-I-U-L-I-A? Julia. Oh. That's like the Italian way of spelling it. You would know. You get uh, G-I together, you get J. Oh. That's how you make the J sound. We just learned a thing, guys. Uh, Natalia at 53. But she's the boat. Uh, I know. I guess not. I guess <laughs> not, because we would have heard from her in the top 10. Yep. Uh, Millie McKenzie, Amali, Lainey Luck, uh, Rhea O'Reilly. That's pa- not Rhea Ripley. No. That's like Rhea O'Reilly is Rhea Ripley at home. Hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, Penelope Ford at 48. Uh, I don't know why you would list her higher than Sonya Deville. That doesn't make any sense. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Hayter, 47. Shotzi Blackheart at 46. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Storm at 45. She should be higher. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she hasn't worked a lot because of you know being stuck in the UK or whatever. Yeah, wait till you hear who's above her not this next one but uh sue young lacey evans at 43 Wrong. rosemary at 42 should be higher also yep faye jackson at 41 nicole savoy at 40 big swole at 39 wrong this yeah that mm. priscilla kelly at 38 uh b Pri- b Priestley. mm-hmm uh, Mia Yim at 36. 
Pete Priestley's 37. Nice. Nice. Dirt Luf Lufisto. Okay. Sounds like Lufa. Uh, mm. All right. Uh, Candice LeRae at 34. Jessica Havoc at 33. Uh, Chris Statlander at 32. Okay. Uh, Lise is 31. Uh, we'll get into where we know everybody. Nice. So, Deanna Perrazzo's at 30. Mercedes Martinez at 29. Mm-hmm. I would... I don't know. She's pretty tough. Uh, Momo Watanabe, 28. Alexa Bliss at 27. Uh-oh. All right, good. She didn't say anything. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tegan Knox at 26. Allison K at 25. Oh, I'm sorry. Tegan Knox over Alexa Bliss? It's weird, right? Well, Bliss hasn't done a lot of in-ring, in-ring work this year. Yeah, that's true. So, okay. Uh, Allison K, 25. Dakota Kai, 24. I mm, guess. I'd put, I'd put Allison K higher than Kai, but like Kai's not bad. Also, Allison K hasn't been wrestling a lot or at all NWA. You know. It's not a fault. It's not. Uh, Bianca Belair, 23. Uh, Britt Baker at 22. No. <laughs> uh, Bia- uh, Britt Baker shouldn't be above Bianca Belair. Bianca hasn't worked a lot. But so what she's, she's done this year has been... I think this year was the high profile. Did she wrestle Shayna Baszler this year? I could have sworn she wrestled Shayna Baszler this year. Like NXT where she was a champion. A yeah, that's true. Uh, Britt Baker. Okay, Kyrie Sane is at twenty-one. Uh, Nikki Cross at twenty. This. Uh, okay, so. Oh, Kylie Ray at nineteen. Okay, she's and, doing a lot of intergender work, as I understand it. Interesting, and then it's. I think she should be higher because she's been the NXT UK champion forever. Uh. Kaylee Ray. But also because they haven't been able to work. That's not her fault. Uh, 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's Taya Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. She's she's not bad in the ring. Nyla Rose at 16. Uh, Kimberly at 15. Thunder Rosa at 14. Wait, it's Kimberly, right? Yeah, Kimberly. That in Lee. the Young Classic was Abby Leith. Copy that. So Thunder Rose is at fourteen. Uh, I mean, I'd absolutely have. I'd have her top ten. I don't think she should be under Shayna Baszler, who's at thirteen. What do you think? It's it's tough. I mean, they actually have about the same amount of experience time. Thunder. Keep in mind, as great as Thunder Rosa is, she's only been doing this five years. Well, this isn't Maybe. about experience, though, is it? It's not, but... If it's about experience, freaking, uh, what's her name? Uh, damn, I, I'm such an asshole. Mickey James would actually be on the list, which she's not. She had, <laughs> She's barely worked this year. She came back from injury, had a handful of matches, and then, and then was is out with injury again. That's true. So she's had a very rough year. I mean, um, Ruby Riot's not on this list, so... I, I, I kind of want to make a comparison for a second. Sure. So, and I, I relatively recently found this out. So, you know how... Like, I don't watch the award shows, like uh, the Oscars and shit, because 
it's like a popularity contest, right? So that's what this is? Well, it's Meltzer, so yeah. But also, what sometimes what they'll do is like... I say you have like an amazing movie that it's it's winning all the awards. One of the, one of the awards that it should win doesn't like let's say best actor. It'll go to someone else. But next year, that that actor that should have gotten it for that movie the previous year will win it. So for something else they do. They they'll like hold off because there's so much other stuff going on that they don't want that to be the entire story, so they hold off. So, in a way, it's like, well, Thunder Rosa has only been doing this for five years. I don't, like, you don't want to put her up too high yet because you don't want, you want to see just how good she can really, really get. So, you want to leave that room for improvement at number 15 to where she could be top five. I think she'll eventually be top five. Okay. So... I'm not saying that's necessarily what Meltzer is doing. I don't think he necessarily puts quite that much thought into it, at least at that level. Like, I'm, there's probably a point system, and you know what? I think I think we should do the base, the like a base in Booker's fifty. All right, that that would have to be worked on throughout the week for next week's podcast. Then we could do that. Yeah, but just girls or like just no, wrestling. We'll, we'll we'll do we'll do the whole thing. We'll have. Um, men, women, and tag teams. Okay. Uh, men, women, tag team, and factions. Okay. Uh, and we'll see, like, maybe top, we'll do 25 or 50 at max. Yeah, we'll see what it looks like, and then we'll just make whatever the number is we do. That's yeah. the number. It'll probably, exactly. imagine it's like an odd number. Yep, we did 32. So, <laughs> 33, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Here's our top 50. Here's the top 32 of our top 50. So, Here's... Okay. The other 18 spots are people we haven't heard of. So Look, we talked about it for five minutes before the podcast. Here are the top two. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, so, Shayna Baszler, Jordan Grace at 12, uh, Rhea Ripley at 11, uh, Mayu Iwatani, uh, I guess, number 10. Uh, Io Shirai is at 9. Uh Riho at eight. Hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I like Riho better than I like um. Hikaru Shida. Yeah, but I guess she's hurt. I uh, she I think she is. I don't remember what exactly. So we. Yeah. Go ahead. Maybe. Okay. So Riho and we already talked about it. Tessa Blanchard, Hikaru Shida. Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, Asuka, Becky Lynch, and of course Bailey, well deserved at the number one spot. Yeah, so Becky obviously took herself out of the equation five months ago. Yeah, which was enough for her to slide into the number two spot. Yeah, but so that so that gives her seven months. The that so think of the last seven months of what she did. Yeah, she was she was still on top. Mm-hmm. Until. I think she was number one last year. Yeah, I think so. I think even until... I'll, I'll say a month after she gave up the women's title. Like, she was still the most talked about woman in wrestling. Yeah. Right now, she's just quiet. You know, she's, you know, prepping to be a mom. 
I guess, yeah. Cool. Man, I can't imagine having to freaking choose between what could be the best thing you ever do in your personal life and the best thing that you're doing in your professional life. That's the, uh, that's, that's, it's called male privilege, Rich. I don't know if you know about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, we never have to make that choice. Cause, like, it's not the same. Cause, like, our, we're not the one holding that thing, you know? <laughs> well, so, so that makes me wonder if Seth's gonna take off some paternity time. I, th- I think he will. I think he will. I li- I like to think that, you know, he- he's a good enough guy that he would. Yeah, he seems like that dude. Hopefully, it's at an angle where the chief puts him out. I wouldn't mind that. Like, it-, it looks like Buddy's against him, so maybe the Mysterios will and Buddy will take him out for a while. I mean, so that's five five months ago. So figure she's got to be minimum six months along. That was, uh, man, COVID had, COVID was around for two months at that point, right? Dude, like. What a fucking year, man. I'm trying to think about what the world was before, uh, COVID. So that was Money in the Bank. She didn't wrestle at Money in the Bank. Was the last match she wrestled at Mania? Maybe. Yeah, that had to be it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Mania was Baszler. Did she wrestle Asuka? Or no, they took care of that already. That was before Mania she beat Asuka. I think. God, we suck at this. I'm trying to remember. Because I remember Asuka won... Yeah, that was obviously after all that. It's been a long year, man. Dude, I don't even. It's been it's it's like both. It's been a long year and it's been like a fast year. I feel like because it's like at some points I don't know what day it is. Yeah, I know. And like it's wrestling, and we've talked about this, that kind of helps me keep track. All right. Um, I'm, I'm reading from Wikipedia right now. In All February, right. Lynch feuded with Shayna Baszler, who won Elimination Chair match and challenged Lynch for the championship WrestleMania 36. At the event on 4 April, this is written by European, obviously. They mean April 4th in real English. America! That's right. Um, I'm just fucking around. I understand it. Um, Lynch defeated Basil to retain title with title reign surpassing the one year mark shortly after. Um, following the event, Lynch ceased participating in physical confrontations, often relying on promos to advance her storylines. Okay. May 11th of Raw, she gave up the title. So Money in the Bank was after, uh, Mania then? Yeah. Okay. As it usually is. So, you gotta figure, so that was May, Money in the Bank was May 10th. It was literally the next night. I think it'll be at least another year or a year and a half before she comes back. Like, because it's like even after you have 
the baby. That's like you got to do the baby stuff. Like I don't know how long breastfeeding is and taking care of the kid and whatever. And that's assuming she's going to do it that way or whatever. Then there's like getting back in ring shape and people shape depending and like there's all sorts of stuff you got to do and you know i don't know it also depends on where she has mentally like not everybody just wants to like just go back to work so like being a mom is not like you know i guess i'll see you later or something yeah and you know like postpartum depression is a real thing there are chemical imbalances that happen after pregnancy that some women get depressed yeah and who knows she might never come back Right, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. I think, like she, she would have left on her own terms, literally at the top of the business. Yeah, and it's like it's not like you can't come back just for like special stuff, because then it's like you'll never tarnish your legacy because it'll always be special. You're not right. doing it like just to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you could do like like a like uh like not even like a Trish Stratus type returns, but like even before that. You know, it's like how you feel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Trish and Trish and Lita, I don't want to say they left while they were on top, but they were still two of the best in the business at the time. Yeah, it might even be more special than that, you know what I'm saying? But like that's how you draw. Like you don't overstay your welcome. And when you do come back for like a surprise or whatever, it's huge. Shit, if I was if if I was in that position, I'd wait and like I, we don't know when, like, real shows are coming back, like, real shows with, like, people. She, sh- she should wait till there's a packed crowd. That's what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. it would be a pop like the world has never seen. Yeah. It's like chasing the dragon, bro. If she never comes back, I would miss her greatly. You I know me. I I'll be wearing black, just crying. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know if I can podcast anyway. Uh, I'm I'm gonna start shopping for a black veil for you, just in case. Yeah, I'm not gonna wear a black veil. Listen, <laughs> you should wear a veil. Listen, I'm great. I'm not no, no no I'm not doing that. All right, uh, great. So yeah, that was the top 100. Uh, we didn't even talk about NXT, but we could just hit it fast and hard. Go for it. There's literally not much to talk about here. The Undisputed Era uh, defeated uh, the two blandest guys on the roster. Uh, no disrespect, Odie Lorcan. Please don't caps, uh, caps lock fuck me up. <laughs> uh, Odie Lorcan and uh, the other one. Uh, Danny Birch. Danny Birch. Uh, nah. So now the Undisputed Era, which is going to be Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish and Chips uh, <laughs> going to take on the current NXT champions, Breezango, uh, eventually. And then we got the, uh, what, should, uh, what, 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 what was it? The, uh, I think, uh, oh yeah, Candice LeRae uh, beat Shotzi, so Candice has a shot against EO, but there's going to, at Halloween Havoc, but there's like a wheel. Spin the wheel, make a deal. Yes. For also for Johnny, also I think, I think yep. also he has to, because he's gonna be facing off against uh, Damian Priest, who defeated uh, Dexter Loomis, and the Caveman was involved. Uh, right. What the Cowboy Caveman? Um, so, Cameron Grimes to the moon. That guy. Which I think uh, Priest is not going to win. Uh, is not going to lose. I think is the next uh, uh, North American champion. Great. That that would be in 
incredible. I want to talk about the Finn Balor situation. Uh, yes, uh, we have learned that he might need, like, he had to get surgery now. Yeah, he's so the initial diagnosis was, eh, you got two fractures, you'll be fine. And then he here's some screws in your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, he went to a specialist, and, and the specialist is like, nah, dude, we need to make sure this shit doesn't just fall off. Because it could fall off. So, so they put some screws, um, I imagine a plate or two, and William Regal's like, well, that sounds serious, but let's wait and see about the NXT title. Why is that wait and see when Alistair Black was, no, we need the title? Right. It's a good question. What do you think? Uh, I don't get that. I don't like it. It's inconsistent, goddammit. I think they're going to wind up doing something about it. They're gonna, they're gonna, they might have to take it off of him. Or maybe what they'll do, they'll let him hold it, they'll crown interim champion, and then they will... The real the world's champion? Off. Yeah. You know what? That's what they should have done with Sami Zayn in the first place. That's what they should do every time. Yeah, Someone all the time. Don't just strip him of the title. Make it real. Yeah. That's what Dana White does in UFC. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's injured. He can't fight. He can't defend the title. All right, so, uh, it's, you know, number one contender, number two contender. You two fight. The winner is the interim champion. And then you face the other champion when, he, when he's back from injury. It makes so much sense. And it's not like they respect the freaking 30-day rule anyway, so don't give me that shit. Right. Sense. Just do the interim championship because it just makes it sound more legit. Yeah. That's it. None, none of this, like, then you know, oh, that's what I wanted to bring up. Art SmackDown, on Friday Night SmackDown, I guess we could close with this. Um, On Friday Night SmackDown, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were there. They were pushing blah, 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 SmackDown, yada, yada. And then they were talking about the new faces of SmackDown. Like these guys that are still here and haven't left. Yeah, and they mentioned Sami Zayn. <laughs> like they forgot he's been there all along. He must be a new face to them because they don't watch. Like he was on Talking Smack. I didn't see it. I was, I'm hoping he brought that up. Like the disrespect that he receives. Yep. And the, the only thing we saw of him was getting shoved by Otis after he was shit talk to him by yeah. uh, Sami Zayn. Yeah, Sami is being a tool. I really hope they're not doing where it leads to him cashing in his money in the bank on an IC title. I don't think they can do that. Right? It should be for the world championship. It's supposed to be for the championship the uh, your championship show. of that show. Right. I mean, they could, you know, they haven't mentioned what the money in the bank contract means in a while. Well, that's, Maybe they're hoping we forget that they said it was for the Universal Championship. That's the best way to do it, though. Right. Because then so, we don't know the rules. Right. Then so you could do whatever. Could do, he could cash in on whoever is the Raw Champion. And hey, he's reunited with Tucker. To save Tucker's career. <sighs> so, theoretically, it'd be Otis cashing in on Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Oof. Which, theoretically, I don't care how bad it goes for Randy Orton, it still shouldn't go well for Otis. Yeah. 
that would incense him. <laughs> like Orton would be pissed. <laughs> this guy? <laughs> it's like, it's one thing for the Miz to cash in on me all those years ago. This guy? I wore ski goggles pretending they were night vision goggles for this. Because remember, the Miz cashed in his money in the bank on Randy Orton to win his first championship. I don't remember. Yeah, that's that's when it happened. I think that was where the Miz girl started too. It was when uh, when the Miz cashed in his 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 money in the bank on Randy Orton won the championship, and that's when you see the Miz girl. I thought Miz girl was later. Nah, like, bro. The Miz girl was from a Raw, definitely. I'm it was pretty sort of Raw, maybe SmackDown, but one of the TV shows, not a pay per view. Alright, so on the no on the November twenty second, twenty ten edition of Monday Night Raw, mm-hmm. professional wrestler Mike Mizanin, better known uh, by his ring name The Miz, won the WWE championship against fellow professional wrestler. This is a know your meme. Uh so that's why they're saying it like this so you can understand it. Okay. Randy Orton by quote cashing in end quote his Money in the Bank briefcase, and defeating Orton. Afterward, The Miz began to celebrate his title victory in the ring while the camera shot reactions... Th- it actually says it this way. It says, the, while the camera shot reactions... I, I'm reading wrong. Throughout the audience. One particular fan during the shot was a disgruntled little girl, distraught with the outcome, who would now be coined The Miz Girl. So, I know my WWE meme history. That's great. Yes. Well, what do you, you have anything that you wanted to talk about before we go? Just one last thing on the last thing we were talking about being the um, NXT title and the inconsistency right. of you know in, who's interim, who's not, and blah blah blah. I think Kyle O'Reilly should just be the interim NXT champion. I think there's certainly an argument for that because he's the one who put him out technically. You know so so. That'll actually lead into my thing. Maybe next time they'll do that because I think they're keeping it inconsistent so that they don't say, oh, this again. Oh, they're doing it that way again. Oh, they're doing it that way again. That way it's not like the same story every time someone gets injured. Mm-hmm. So th- they're kind of doing it to have to just have something different to do. This would be different. Yeah. You would make, you should make Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. The interim NXT champion. It yeah, makes sense. It was, it was during a sanctioned match that the injury happened. He didn't break his own jaw. That's right. It wasn't intentional, but it happened. Mm-hmm. And that's it. He should be the guy. No, you're the reason he's out. That happened during a match. You happened to lose that match, but you know what? You took him out in the match, so here you go. Here's the title. Yeah. You're the interim champion. When he comes back, you guys are going to wrestle, and we'll figure out who the NXT champion is. Mm-hmm. All right. And a, se- a, a secondary way to do that is have Kyle automatically be number one tender and name a second number one tender, and they two, those two fight for the title. Yeah, you can do it that way too. I think the, the first way that we got would be something that's different. Yeah. That hasn't been done before. Yeah, I think... Some people would think that that's like handing him the title. I guess, but he fought so hard that the champ is out. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> it's like if the first place guy isn't there, then the second place guy should be the guy. Yep. Anyway. Good shit. We did it. We we booked that. Regal! I know you're listening. This is your favorite show to listen to while you have your tea. And, 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 and preferably not tea tainted by Chris Jericho. You know, but your actual tea and you and your and your biscuits while you're listening to this podcast, just just take this to to your boys and let let Triple H and HBK know this is how it's going down. Yup. All right. Yeah. Time for the socials. Let's do that part. It's All Tony right. time. If you want to interact with the Basin Bookers, we are open to that. Uh, our DMs are open at Basin Bookers, at Basin Chair, at Rich the Riz. Uh, we got a Facebook page, of course, Basin Bookers. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so, basinbookers at gmail.com. Let us know who you think should be on these big lists that we may or may not have heard of. Um, like the Basin Bookers 32, or whatever they'll end up being. I'd like to find a nice round number. I'm okay with cutting people off. And then saying, you know, to, like to make a top 40, for example, if we have like 43, I'll cut off the bottom three and say honorable mentions are these three. Um, yeah, we have an Instagram that Jerry will occasionally post to. It's been, a, pod. It's, it's been a while, I apologize. It's been a while. <laughs> I hate that song so much. Um, oh, this podcast can be found Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify. Google, whatever they're calling themselves now, and anywhere you download your podcast. You can just Google it, and it'll come up. And then, Base Jared's got a parting message. Well, let me well, let me tell you something, brother. And then what you gonna do? What the ba- Oh, no, that's, that's not the one. Nah. Well, son, let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you about the Basement Bookers podcast. What? I said the Basement Bookers podcast. The Match of Life it's schedule. Shut up! Shut up! I'm doing this. This is my thing. The match of life is scheduled for one fall. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the booker!